This is the Rich Eisen Show. Oh my God, he is so funny. But you know, he is also so serious. Rich Eisen. He's in charge of every detail. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. The actual playing part, I'm definitely tired of getting hit. My least favorite record is the amount of sacks that I've taken in my career. Earlier on the show, Stephen A. Smith. Still to come. Jaguars head coach, Doug Peterson. NHL on TNT analyst, Paul Bissonette. Hosts of American Ninja Warrior, Matt Eisman and Akbar Bhatt. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial. The head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Doug Peterson, calling in in this hour. A little what's more likely coming up. We also have some cup predictions. Paul Bissonette, Biz Nasty himself. From the NHL on TNT set, we'll be calling us in hour number three on that front. Matt Eisman and Akbar Baja Biamila of American Ninja Warrior. Uh, it is season 95 for them. It's pretty wild. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's on as much, um, I think, as Law and Order, um, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. 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 It's kind of funny. Um, it's available on Peacock, which is available right here on Roku. 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 It is indeed. Uh, Chris Brockman is in his spot, hey, hour Rich. number two. What's up? Uh, Jay Felly, where is Mike Del Tufo today? Oh, USFL. He's got to get ready for some USFL game. Is that what it is? I mean, I saw it in action last week. He does quite a bit. Yeah. Defi- gotta- Defined quite a bit. He's checking in with each each of the microphones on site. And there, there are a lot of microphones. There are a lot of microphones. Okay. Right. It was, well, it was, we saw yesterday, thanks to your uh, your video that you sent us uh, of Del Tufo working a USFL game. And honestly, uh, like RoboCop, he's like moving around. Uh, he's using the know, whole board. St- he's using the whole board. He's staring. He's looking up. He's looking really intense. And I asked him, where's your cell phone? Because you're on your cell phone half the time here. T- and he basically admitted it's an easier show to do. Here, our show. Here, right. Because, yeah, yeah, of course, it is. is it easier to do this than a game? I have never done that. I can't do never that. Never done so what? A game? I've never done a game, no. I've, I've never sat on another board other than this one. Okay. But I can tell you I use probably eight mm-hmm. channels, and he was using about 30. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. interesting. Does it sound like I'm kissing his ass? No, <laughs> not at all. Since you, I saw that video on your Instagram account, um... Uh, referring him as the goat, so you are kissing his ass <laughs> a little bit. Now I sat behind him and did absolutely nothing for eight hours. So I don't know oh, why you were I, working? Was, I was working. I'm not sure oh, why oh, they brought me in. <laughs> so you did nothing, but you were working. Nothing. I, USFL schedule. By the way, yes, Chris. The Fox games are Sunday. Okay, there's not even games today oh. or tomorrow. Fox's <laughs> USFL games are Sunday. The Memphis Showboats and the Jersey Generals, Michigan Panthers, New Orleans Breakers. Thank you, sir. All right, you're right. He did say he was off USFL this week. Oh, okay, great. So he, he oh, no, he me... might be doing the Yankee-Dodger game tonight, which is tonight, by on the way. Fox? On Yes. No, I think Yes hired him to do some oh, work. Oh, that's right. That makes that's what sense. he said. And then the Fox. So Yankee Michael K is going to sound great okay. tonight. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, if he needed two days to prep for USFL, like, come on. Louis Severino. Everything ready. Louis Severino versus Clayton Kershaw tonight. Nice, good one. This, by the way, this is the month. This is a big month in Southern California for baseball. This is the month where the Angels are going to make a move and get 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 going or not. 
And we'll see. Well, honestly, yeah. we're going we're we're going to see where the the Angels right now in the wild card race. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, are they neck and neck with your Red Sox right now, Christopher? That sounds about right. We'll and check that and so they're confirm. they're they're in the mix right now. They're in the mix for a wild card spot. And the question is, are they going to stay in this mix for a wild card spot? Will they hit a skid and 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 will Otani look at the front office and they at him and say, okay, it's time. Yeah, the AL wild card is it's Angels, Mariners, Sox, Blue Jays, all within a half game of each other. Yeah, and then but but uh, chasing, three out of chasing the Yankees. Yeah, three and a half back in New York, who's been on fire, except recently. for uh, the other night. Except and they get they get Stanton back tonight, and they get Josh Donaldson back tonight. So we'll see how that works out. But the the Otani stuff. Keep an eye on this month. Obviously, there's lots of baseball between now and the trade deadline that happens in July, but. This is the year of Otani. I want him. You want him, TJ? Oh, no, Brockman, you want him? Everybody wants him. Oh, Everybody man. wants him. The Angels want him. Southern California wants him. Yeah, do they? Showtime. Do the Angels want him? Yeah, they do. They do. <laughs> I, I can't tell. I know Trout wants him. <laughs> I know Trout wants him. Doug Peterson is going to be joining us here on the Rich Eisen Show uh, in about 15 minutes' time. So we now have time for our usual Friday staple. Are you ready, Christopher Brockman? I am ready. It's the usual Friday staple. It's a staple of our program. That's why we call it a Friday staple. Uh, It is time for What's More Likely right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Hit it. What? What's more likely? Never say never, but never. Very good. What do you got, Chris? Oh, we've got NFL Films music. Well, yeah, a couple NFL items. I like it. And then, uh, you know, kind of a light, what's more likely. It's why, why is it light? Why got to be light? I'm just making things up out of thin air. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> Chris, what do you think sports talk radio and sports talk conversation, entertainment show conversation who, who is? Who are you talking to? Yeah, right. You, you make stuff up all the time. Yeah. Okay. Including so. the fact that you, you didn't think Tom Brady, did, you thought Tom Brady didn't pause. And forget about the Patriots when he went down the list of AFC East. Again, well, that need, was a defense mechanism. Do we, need to go back, do we need to go back and parse language? Tom said, obviously. That it's the Patriots. So do you, he didn't even need to mention them because it's obvious that they're in the mix. Okay, I, I didn't even hear him say well, that. Well, well, what do you got, Chris? You guys aren't what do you, you got for listening. what's more likely, Chris? Okay. <laughs> quarterbacks. Got to talk quarterbacks. Why not? It's June 2nd. CJ Stroud is killing it in OTAs okay. down in Houston. The quotes, have you seen these quotes? Very eye-opening how on it he's been. (laughs) Killing it. Noticeably more comfortable. Those calls come in what? Noticeably more comfortable than what? Against Michigan? (laughs) Like, what do they compare it to? Already (laughs) ahead of pace. (laughs) Already way ahead of pace. Did you guys see that? That's language, okay? Yes. Language matters. Like Tom Brady saying, obviously. Mm -hmm. Okay? Trey Lance. Incredibly incur no, not that's about Brock Purdy. Yeah, sorry, nice. has been killing it as well. Really <laughs> having a great off season. Which quarterback you more likely to buy stock in for twenty twenty three? Purdy, Trey Lance, or CJ Stroud? <laughs> what? Purdy's not part of this Why equation. Are, is he, Purdy's not involved. Rich, get get Brock Purdy out of your mind. I'll take. <laughs> Trey Lance has made a substantial jump as a passer. I'll take Trey Lance. Over C.J. Stroud? Yeah, of course. A guy who's actually played football? I know. Over a guy Stroud who has played, played more football. Stroud has played more football since high school than Trey Lance by a wide margin. By a wide margin. He's thrown more passes just like last week. I'll take know. Lance Lance because I'll first. take Lance. He's on a better team. Of course I'm going to take Lance. You don't know if Lance is even going to be starting. Lance is like the third guy. Excuse me. 
Stroud is starting. Hell, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Have you guys learned nothing about the San Francisco 49ers quarterback room and situation? Uh, I guess not. It's like the Godfather Part 3. Anytime you think somebody's out, they pull you back, back in. in. Honestly, they should have that gif or gif or whatever the hell you want to call it of Al Pacino from Godfather Part 3 in their quarterback room. <laughs> Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. Is he talking about oh, like yeah, a so Lance, Lance could be third on the depth chart, so he's not going to play, right? In San Fr- Get out of here. What if, and they're a better team. What if Stroud gets D-hop? Stroud ain't getting D-hop. Well, then you, I, blah, 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 blah. I don't think. <laughs> you don't know that. I know I, know I don't know that. I'll still take Trey Lance. Can we move on, please? My God. What else? Wow. You disagree? You take you take Stroud over Trey Lance. I think Stroud's going to be awesome. Okay. Uh, how but about You this? think the Texans are going to stink? Uh, they're not mutually exclusive. Okay, very good. Okay. <laughs> Who's more likely? Which head coach? They're head coaches right now. Yes. But we're going to talk quarterbacks. Which head coach should have more anxiety about their quarterback situation McDaniels. right now? Josh McDaniels or Kyle Shanahan? Jim McDaniels, oh, please get. What is the matter with you? He does. They don't have a quarter. They have three, which means zero. Three equals zero. NFL math, three, zero. That's what that means. Three, they needed four last year. Four, zero. Sucks. Four <laughs> equals zero, too. Shanahan. Here, in the NFL, math goes like this. One equals one. Two equals zero. Three, zero, four, zero, on and on. Got it? Dude, Shanahan has got to walk into work and go... This is great. Everything is fun. No, that's everything not what is you think. awesome. That like is, the Lego movie. It is not the Lego movie. It is the Lego Santa movie. Clara. That's not awesome. It is. He's got to go. Mf. This again. Why nope. can't I get one guy? <laughs> nope. Nope. Because he knows one guy's going to emerge and he's going to ride that guy until he gets hurt, and he'll ride that guy until he gets hurt, and he'll ride that guy until he gets hurt. Until the and other maybe guy the ride's over. Right arm. Get out of here. That's crazy. You're crazy. Josh McDaniels has got Jimmy G. Jimmy Addendum G. And Brian Hoyer, and the other guy has, you know, Trey Lance healthy. He's got Purdy coming back looking healthier, and Sam Darnold. Come on, bro. Three equals zero. McDaniels might be sitting there saying, I'm not anxious. Are you anxious? You look anxious to me. (laughs) I'm not edgy. Are you edgy? You're the one who's edgy, not me. I'm not edgy. You're edgy. That's the way it sounded like yesterday. Daniels should feel totally fine because I don't care what Tom Brady said on every outlet yesterday. If it's like, hey, Tom, we need you. Cool. Only needs 24 votes. That was kind of that was kind of the false thing that was going around. They needed 31. No, no. 24. So the AFC West can vote no all they want. Tom can come back. He's not coming back. And there's no way Kyle Shanahan is anxious about anything. What else, Chris? All right. Pacing. There's a couple of big stars that don't have homes. Okay. Big stars that don't have homes. Zeke's one. Which without a home is going to have the better year this year? Zeke Dehop. Oh, great question. Gosh, I just think it's got to be Zeke because he's not going to be expected to carry the whole load. But then if Dehop winds in Buffalo or Kansas City when it's all said and done. Gosh, I'm gonna have to go with D Hop on if I can jump in. Go jump because he's gonna. He's not gonna go to a team that doesn't have a top notch QB. So, I mean, he's talking about maybe going back to the Texans. 
And, and C.J. Stroud, but as, as great as he may be looking in on air or in seven-on-sevens or he's grasping the playbook faster than anybody thought and they're very high on him as well, they should. He's a second overall pick. and But, but he's still a rookie. Yeah, but then you got to think, too. Think about some of the QBs that D-Hop had to catch balls from. I bet we can't name any of them. Zeke, Zeke what, 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 I mean, Zeke could score 10 touchdowns wherever he goes next. What if he winds up in Buffalo? Man, if I'm Buffalo, I knock on his door like immediately. James Cook, Zeke Elliott, let's Ooh. go. Come on now. Why can't Buffalo get both those guys? Oh boy. If I'm them, I would. Well you have to go get for it. you have to get it so Kansas City doesn't get that. But you also you know have I mean? to beat the sickest, deepest conference I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah. You know? And certainly if you're Buffalo, you've gotta take on the Jets and the Dolphins and What's that other team? They're up in the top corner. <laughs> There's a map of the states, and it's like up that. Uh, you need to play back the sounds. Did you guys just forget when right he said, corner. obviously? Oh, I make myself laugh I sometimes. I thought you were a words guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> what else you got over there, well, You know, Rich, I just thought of something. You know where I think would be a good home for Zeke? The AFC playing for either the, the Steelers, the, the Bengals. Steelers, that's the, a good one. The, the, just one of those, because those are just grind out oh, games, I man. Do you, you know who could use Zeke Elliott? The Dallas Cowboys? Everybody <laughs> could use Zeke Elliott. Just trying to, I don't want to be. He's a 27 year old just looking for a home and saying, I'll sign and I'll win you a championship. He can go ring hunting like Odell. And like D Hop is. Speaking of Odell, Rich. Yes. Which wide receiver in a new home do you like to have a better year? DJ Moore, who's been shredding guys at OTAs, or Odell Beckham? <laughs> By the way, do you want to know something so I could say this? It's Odell. Secondly, because it's, it's Odell. What? By the way, you know I'm going to choose Odell over anybody. You know how I feel According about Odell Beckham. According to multiple sources, DJ Moore shredding defensive backs hey, at OTAs. You know what it is? It's like... I love OTA news. Here's what really I want to hear. I want to hear somebody not killing it, shredding it or killing it at OTAs. Because right now, everybody's undefeated. Everybody looks great. Everybody's feeling great. Most everybody's healthy. Everybody's staring at their uh, calendar right now and looking at their vacation or their wedding or whatever they're going to do because this is the only time of the year in which they can do it. And everybody's happy. It's Odell. And you know I'll choose Odell pretty much every time you give me a choice involving him. So, sorry, DJ. You, you Moore. love Odell like a son. Uh, but it's also Lamar. <laughs> it's Lamar. And I, Lamar. I I can't wait to see what that offense. You see Mark Andrews talking up the offense, how great it looks. You know why? It's OTAs. it's OTAs. I love OTAs. Aren't they still playing seven on seven? We're just jonesing for football, man. We're still, we're still two months Can't away. Can't wait to ask Doug Peterson. I, man, tell I'm, me, I'm tell totally me, invested in basketball. Tell me who's disappointing you, Doug. He's going to call in five minutes. Tell me who's disappointing because everybody looks great, right? All right, two ones real quick. Mm -hmm. You can change music, Jay Felly. Okay, very good. Uh, Nuggets sweep or the Heat push it to six games? Nuggets sweep or Heat push it to Nuggets sweep? What are you asking me right now after I saw last night? Dude. How about Nuggets sweep or Heat win a game? Uh, What if I change it? I'll go Heat win a game. I'll go Heat win win a game. Like what? Game four? Dude, if the Nuggets, dude, if the Nuggets sweep out the Lakers and then the Heat, uh, <laughs> build a Jokic statue right now, right? Like, right? Like, like Stan Kroenke. Let's go commission that baby. 
Brockman's always big on like the stories that are going to come if something oh, happens. Oh, absolutely. Someone's going to say Jokic top top ten NBA player of all time. Someone's going to say something weird oh, like that. Oh, oh, he's going to finish in the top ten, I think, when it's all over. You think so, huh? If he stays on this pace and the Nuggets yeah. win multiple titles. I just let's, yeah. let's oh, hold yeah. off on that. Game four of the oh, yeah. uh, of the Western Conference semifinals, the the it, the Nuggets last loss. If that's the way they end their season, oh my god, nine straight to win. Or 10 straight to win out. And also, Rich, you're going to see him this weekend. More likely to make the World Series, Dodgers or Yankees. Uh, Can I reserve judgment until I see them in person? No, absolutely not. (laughs) Uh, Because <laughs> I know, you know, you just, you my know heart is screaming. My heart's screaming. Our Tuesday in studio guest coming in, even though he's not associated with the team anymore, is Reginald Martinez Jackson. Well, he's always going to be associated. Okay, and with I just, you know, I mean, come on now. But the Dodgers seem to be uh, uh, better poised. What's up with Nestor Cortez? I can't. What, what's happened with him? I don't know. Don't know. Pitch clock might be messing with him. I don't know. Third time through the order, he can't get through third. Third time through. I know, but you know, bottom line is, I need to reserve judgment. In the meantime, I'll just look down on you in the standings. It's not a problem. (laughs) I mean, take a look at the standings in the in the AL East. It's just not. I mean, you got the Rays, you got the Jays, you got the Yankees, you have the Orioles, and you've got the. What's that last? They're up in the. When you look at the map, there it's up in the right the team, corner. The team that's been your daddy. Oh, this it's century. like you know. Oh, I'm making myself US. laugh so hard, I'm crying. So yeah. it's like that way. Oh, went down the wrong pipe. I'm making <laughs> myself daddy laugh so hard. This century, that team. Your daddy. This century. I'm just because <laughs> I forgot that last team. Yeah. Oh, obviously it's the Red Sox. Daddy. That's that. Just call me Daddy. Ooh, I'm like literally tearing. You should see on the Roku channel. <laughs> I'm saying Max Scherzer has been on fire. All right, let's take a I'm break. We want to be relatively right on time. Head coaches, you know, are on time. Good thing he's not on Coughlin time because he'd be listening to me crying, laughing. <laughs> <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> it's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least. The partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is 
unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. And joining us here on the Rich Eisen Show is the head coach of the defending AFC South champion, Jacksonville Jaguars, Doug Peterson, back here. How are you, coach? I'm doing fine, Rich. Thank you so much. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, great to have you on. So where are you? We just chit-chatted on the, the Roku channel audience for the TV audience about what's going on personally. Football-wise, or where, where are you? And uh, what, what phase do you, are you in? You're in OTAs. What do you got for me on that front? Yeah, right now? yeah. no, we just finished up our uh, sixth OTA. Mm. Four left next week. So we're, we're wrapping things up here. we got about a week and a half, you know, um, four days next week, and then three uh, mandatory you know that veteran mini camp at the end. So we're 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 about seven practices from being done, and guys are you know we've we've had great participation. Guys are working extremely hard, and um, it's been it's been a good off season for us. So okay, far. so what do you get out of an OTA, Doug? What do you get out of? Not it? much. <laughs> uh, to be honest, with you. you know it's it's obviously by by league rule. There's not a lot of contact or physicality. Um, you know, so we we do a lot of individual work a lot of one-on not i'm not gonna say one-on-ones but one-on-one coaching with players um and and really detail their their skill that way we do some team stuff but i slow the pace down so we don't have collisions and things like that out on the practice field and and really i just want to see the the mental side of the game right guys going in the right direction you know the offensive line headed in the right spot defense is fitting the right gap and and we can do that and 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 slow the pace down we can we can see that as a coaching staff and then for the young guys that we have the new new players to our team uh how well do they take the information from the classroom out onto the practice field you know we're not out there more than about an hour and 30 minutes each day and and um you know but but still getting some good good overall you know work uh uh, with both the vets and uh, and the young guys, Doug Peterson here uh, on the Rich Eisen show. So, uh, what's the leap for for Trevor Lawrence? We saw obviously what happened last year, and you and I spoke during the regular season, and you said an inflection point was uh, a, a long afternoon for him in the UK and London, and he said he wasn't going to make many mistakes like that anymore, and he learned quite a bit from it. We saw what happened in the playoffs last year, first half that was a nightmare big win and then uh, a scare and uh, you put him in the put a scare in the Chiefs for sure what's what do you look at the the leap for Trevor Lawrence now coach yeah I think I think going into his year three year two with us as Mm -hmm. staff I think I think the way he played the back half of the season is the way he needs to start this year Um, there was a lot of confidence uh, at the end of the year with him and and that's the next. That's the next phase, right? It's it's putting all of that together, and and um, we feel, or I feel too, like he's the, he's the guy that that you know, which he showed towards the end of the year. He can put the team on his back, and you know, we don't want him to throw four picks and then throw four touchdowns. We'd rather him just throw the four touchdowns and and win a football game. But he can he can do that. He's capable of of putting the team on his back and 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 you know finishing a football game and potentially winning he did that against baltimore he did that against obviously the cowboys that was a more of a pick six walk off there but you know did some things late in the season that uh 
that proved to us that um, you know he's our guy, and, and we're excited about that. And so for him to take that next step is just that, just having that confidence the way he ended the season and start this year that way and and uh try to try to come out uh you know with with a fast start and 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 finish faster where does he and just in terms of uh mental aspect leadership aspect you just seeing the intangibles having the front row seat you do um coach doug peterson of the jaguars here on the rich eisen show the the i guess confidence that comes with having a seat at the table with mahomes burrow and allen he he had that fourth seat last year um for the final four in the afc does that manifest in any way do you see it at all i i, I do see it I, I think he's chasing that i think he's i think he's close to putting himself you know with with that group and he's very capable of putting himself with that group those guys have obviously they've got a, a, few, a couple of years experience on him but he's heading in that right direction and and i think uh, I think the AFC is in good hands overall with the, with the youth at quarterback and and you know we've got one of those guys we feel really confident in Trevor and and um, but yeah he's he's working to you know w- with the skill and ability that that uh, we've been able to provide him and put around him that's the next step getting himself into that into that conversation and he he started doing that at the end of last season and again those are the things that. As we head into training camp this, you know, this July and August, that's the growth. That's the that's the the leadership that we've seen. It just now has to continue to uh, manifest itself each and each and every day. Yeah, and uh, you're the only f- franchise in the division that didn't draft a quarterback, Doug. You know, everyone else did and might yeah. actually play the kid. He could wind up being the dean of the AFC South by week one. Entirely possible. You know, it's, it's possible. Yeah, it's possible. Um, you know, and and. You know, obviously, you keep you keep your eye on your your division opponents yeah. and see what they do in the draft and through free agency and and um, you know it's just it's just something that that we have to understand that we've just got to continue to to worry about the Jacksonville Jaguars yes. and get better every day and and not not worry too much about our opponents that way and and um, we've got to get our guys prepared and ready. So, but we're excited. You know, we're looking forward to obviously Calvin Ridley joining the group and you know getting getting him going a little bit and and. Um, you know, just adding that talent around Trevor and and just seeing where seeing where things can go. Yeah, let's talk about Calvin Ridley a little bit here, Doug. Whatever you're willing to to you know uh, share and and pry open the uh, the OTA if you're not uh, you know the practice door a little bit here because we're we're focused you know on a, in the media Odell is new in Baltimore and DeAndre Hopkins is yeah. going to be new somewhere else and all these young kids that got drafted at the wide receiver position and you get Calvin Ridley and I don't think anybody's talking about that kid at all how is he looking to you doug he 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 looks gosh he he looks extremely uh healthy he looks uh uh he looks fast he's quick he's uh you know physically just he's in a good good headspace you know physically where he's at you know we understand he's you know he sat out of the suspension you know he missed a missed a bunch of football and had some injury there in atlanta but you know, for us, for us as a staff too, he's he's one of those guys you just want to bring along. He 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 he's chomping so much and so bad. Right, he wants to just he wants to get to the regular season. He's like, whoa, pump the brakes. Let's 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 get through let's get through this off season program. And but he's been a he's been a great addition to the to the receiver room. A veteran guy, uh, you know, with Christian and Zay and and uh, you know Jamal Agnew in there, and you know just a a, a kid that really. 
is hungry to play football again. And, um, you know, he, he definitely owns up to his, his mistakes and, and what he's done in his past, and he's put that behind him. And, you know, he's in a, he's in a good place, and uh, we're excited to get him and continue to uh, let him work with Trevor. Doug Peterson here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk about your schedule a little bit here. Uh, a big division game to start things off. And again, as I mentioned, how your quarterback could wind up being the dean of the division, even though he's in year three, as you pointed out, just year two with you and your current staff um, at Indianapolis. And it could be Anthony Richardson, who knows. And then you got Kansas City in your house in week two. I mean, how big do you think that's just going to be in your building home opener, a rematch of the the playoff game from last year, Mahomes coming in. What do you think that's going to be like, Doug? Well, number one, I think it's going to be an electric atmosphere, you know, for our fans here in Jacksonville, and uh, obviously the Super Bowl champs, you know, coming in, coming in here for our home opener. It's it's going to be a big game, you know. But um, as you said, we open up with India. I mean, we've got you know two division games in the first three games. Yep. You know, first three weeks. So. You know we've got our work cut out for us, and and um, but Kansas City obviously is one of the teams that that um, if if we're going to be where they are, you know we we've got to we've got to play better, we've got to play smarter football. And I didn't think we necessarily finished that divisional game last year very very smart. We had a we had a late turnover that um, cost us some points there, and and um, you know so it's. It's a, it's a benchmark game early in the season for us, and, and where are we as a football team? Where is our quarterback early in this uh, uh, early in this season? And those are all the things that that you know we just mentioned a couple couple minutes ago about the quarterback and you know how he how he leads and comes out of the gate fast, you know, and and uh, it's an exciting schedule to start for us. Um, and then you follow that up with two, you know, two London games, you know. Um, yeah, what's your plan for the, what, what's your plan going to be for that? I mean, do you got a spot? Well, we plan on staying over there, yeah, you know, course. and, and um, you know, the first game, you know, we'll leave like we normally do on a Thursday and, and play the Falcons first game. And then we'll just stay, stay in London and practice and get ready for Buffalo in, in, in the second second of the, you know, the two games. So, you know, um it's uh we're excited for that you know our our owner is uh, obviously a big yeah. you know with his with his businesses and everything that he does in the UK i mean it's exciting for him and and uh, you know he's a he's a he's a benchmark over there you know in london and uh you know we're excited to be playing two games one in one in wembley and the second one in tottenham so you're going to have a facility like a practice schedule set up for your you're just going to set up shop and, or you're going to go see yeah. the crown jewels too or what do you, i mean what else you got <laughs> what, what, what do you got planned no i pro- i probably won't the guys might but okay. uh All yeah right. we're just going to set up shop you know in that week too we'll have a full week over there um you know, and and uh, we'll, we'll treat it just like a normal, a normal week, as if we're in Jacksonville. You know, so uh, you know we don't we don't let these types of things become distractions for us. Sure, and, uh, we understand too. Listen, it's it's the Buffalo Bills. I mean, we yeah. too. So another benchmark game for us. You know, to to live up to some of the expectation and um, some of the hype that surrounds. You know, uh, obviously, you know Buffalo, Kansas City. We got Cincinnati later in the season. Yeah. So. You know, Baltimore's in there. It's just a it's it's a, a schedule when you win the AFC South, no different than when 
you know, I was with the Eagles and you win that, that NFC East comes with a first place, you know, a first place schedule and first place opponent. So we're, we're excited for that. Great opportunity for our, for our team and our franchise. Yeah. I mean, you're going to be away from home four out of five weeks. Cause again, again, I know there are home games for you technically on the schedule, but you're going to be in London for a full week. You come home, you got Indianapolis, then you're at New Orleans on a Thursday night, short week at Pittsburgh, uh, and then a bye. So I guess you're going to get your luggage out. Uh, you know, I mean, like some new luggage. I know. Yeah. That's pretty much yeah, we're it. Gonna, we're going to log some miles. For sure. For All right. sure. Last one for you, Coach. Um, the new kickoff fair catch rule. Um, where do you stand on that? You know, my my feeling on that, um, you know, and obviously it'll, be, it'll play itself out, I think, as the season unfolds. I, I think it becomes situational. I think it becomes possibly weather weather related weather driven i i i think teams that have dynamic return guys mm-hmm. uh, it's not going to affect uh i i look at our guy jamal agnew and some of the returns he had late in the season um i, I don't think it's going to affect him i i just think for us we we play it normal um you know and and it's a it's a tool that could be used maybe in a um in a game time situation or you know maybe um potentially to um, if you're gonna, if, if a team is kicking off or if a team is behind and they're kicking off to you, maybe you can, maybe you fair catch that right and and give yourself the 25 yard line to maybe finish the game in a four minute mode or something, mm-hmm. something of those along those lines. But I, I just don't see it really playing out um, a whole lot. You really, know, I, you don't I see just, it being again, any different than when, what we're currently seeing. Uh, 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 in the no, NFL? I just I just think you have to evaluate your special team. I think each team's gonna gonna evaluate their special teams units. Yes, you're gonna evaluate your kickers. How well do your kickers kick off? Are they kicking it? You know, if they're kicking it deep anyway, teams are gonna stay in the end zone. They're still gonna get the ball to 25. Right. But but I think the teams that have those those electric special teams units, um, it's still an exciting play in football. Um, okay. It was exciting for us last year at the end of the year with Jamal ripping, you know, ripping returns out past the 40-yard line and things like that. So um, I just think it's team by team, case by case that, uh, you know, um, you'll see it a little bit. But, uh, again, teams that have those returners, man, don't take the ball out of their hands. So you're going to basically tell your guy full steam ahead. Ball ball on the 12, you you know, take it. Ball on the 2, take it. Like it's just it. you're that – as if yeah, there's mean, been no rule change. You got to understand. I mean, the you know, the, the I think the league average was just just north of the 25 yard line. You know, field position, mm-hmm. you know, start a drive. So it's, you know, it's it doesn't make a you know what's a yard, what's what's two yards in the in the, in the big picture, you know, big scheme of things. But if the ball is kicked to the 10 yard line, I mean, you should be out past the 25 with no problem. You know, even the five yard line with your with your return unit. So again, I think it's case by case, team by team. Um, who's back there returning it for you? I think who's kicking the ball off um, for you um, are all decisions that we'll have to make as uh, as we get closer to the season. Yeah, I mean, uh, your guy Andy Reid was saying, you know, you keep doing rules like this, you might as well play flag football, which you know for Andy is like a full-on tantrum. You know, like <laughs> that's, a, that's that is a tantrum. That's, that is a tantrum. That's a full-on Andy Reid tantrum where he just doesn't. Yeah. He, he's still whispering what he's saying, but to say that sounded like he. That's a full Andy Reid tantrum when he said that, Doug. <laughs> he so did. he did. I know, and uh, but I, but I agree. I agree with him. You know, and and I think it's. Uh, I don't know if it's. Uh, you know, um, the player safe and health, uh, health and safety, all of that. I, mm-hmm. I just don't know how much of that really plays into this. I mean, it's 
it's a great play. It's an electric play. Um, it's a dynamic play. And, um, you know, again, with, with guys that are, you know, that are electric with the ball in their hands, uh, it's an exciting play for the fans as well. Doug, have a great summer. You, you mentioned uh, uh, in our TV-only segment you got grandchildren on the way. Congratulations in advance of that. And let's chat again soon. Let's chat again. Certainly. Yeah, let's do it. Truly, appreciate you, Rich. Right Thanks back. So much. Appreciate you, too. That's Doug Peterson, head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars, the AFC South champion, Jacksonville Jaguars, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. I mean, look at their schedule. Let's just jump right in here a little bit. Let's do it. Okay. They start off at Indianapolis. They might get the first ever snap of Anthony Richardson or Gardner Minshew, right? But they're the division champs. They should go in and... and they should have a home game to start the year. Well, I mean, <laughs> but, yeah. but they they have four straight home games. Two of them just happen to be in London. So half their home schedule comes right off the bat. Home for Kansas City, home for Houston. So they might have two rookie quarterbacks and Patrick Mahomes in the first three weeks. And then they go to London and take on a guy starting in his first full year in Atlanta. Yep. Also a revenge game for Calvin Ridley there. That's another one. Good one. And then home for Buffalo. In Tottenham, the one in Atlanta is in the home stadium that uh, Shad Khan uh, owns in Wembley. And then home for Buffalo. And Buffalo, that's a significant disadvantage of Buffalo. I mean, it, I'm telling you, man, that that time change is no joke. Mm-hmm. And and Jacksonville will be like, what time change? And Buffalo will be like, what time is it? And then they come home. And they take on Indianapolis. Again, their their season series with Indianapolis is done before a quick short turnaround at New Orleans on a Thursday night. And then at Pittsburgh before a bye. And then they they finish up with a really tough second half. San Francisco comes into their house. Cincinnati comes into their house. At least for them, a tough schedule. First place schedule. At least for them, Cincinnati... Buffalo and Kansas City, they don't go to any of the other division winners. That's true. And they have Buffalo at home. It just happens to be in London, but they're the ones who are sticking around in London all week, and Buffalo's the ones coming right in. They need to be 5-3 and three in that first eight. Oh, it's a Bills home game, I've just been told. So that's not a Jacksonville home game in a row. They just did over there in London. Okay. Uh, here you have it. It's an, it ain't easy, Not but easy. I still think they they're the better team. They're they they have the best quarterback who's got the best situation around him, and the coach who's won a Super Bowl. They're in the best division for them for success. By the way, that is also Jacksonville could win. Jacksonville is an opportunity to make that leap and could win in any division. Yeah, I know uh. they have that chance. They got the quarterback who's young and good and a coach who's won it all before. And, I mean, if Ridley is the guy who's champing at the bit, as the coach says, Travis Etienne, you had him in fantasy last year. Nice. He was a game changer. He looked like the kid that they were hoping they were getting out of Clemson. So. Don't forget Christian Kirk's still there. Uh, they got they got a lot of weapons. Mm-hmm. I mean, just again, they've got Jacksonville and Indianapolis and Houston and Vrabel's team. Oh, obviously the Titans. Yeah. 
Let's the, take a break. The one seed in the AFC <laughs> two years ago. Welcome, Nick Nurse, to Philadelphia. This is a fun yeah. soundbite exchange. That's next. This is the Rich Eisen Show before Paul Bissonette talks Stanley Cup and the American Ninja Warrior duo of Akbar Baja Biamilla and Matt Eisman come in studio. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Did you see the report um, from, uh, well, it's not a report. Greg Bishop of Sports Illustrated went on a local radio show in Seattle and said that the Seahawks and Eagles had struck a trade for Russell Wilson last year, and Russell nixed it. What? And, yeah. And... Could you imagine wow. the difference? Could you imagine if Russell's like, sure, I'll go to Philadelphia. What different situation? Because I imagine the separate offices and all that situation that Denver set up for Russell that has since been changed with Sean Payton coming in would not have happened. And everything else that was set up. Could you imagine if Jalen Hurts wound up being flipped to Seattle? That Geno wouldn't have had his comeback player of the year moment. Geno still would have backed up, one would think. Or Jalen. They would have had a battle, I guess, in preseason. And, and Jalen could be the one sitting in Seattle with his new contract with the Seahawks having him. Or, I mean, just we could go on and on and on about the sliding doors of this situation. Wow. Playing the result a little bit, but do you think Philly would have been as good? Like, Russ Who might have had a good knows? year. I don't know. That clearly the setup for, you know, 
the clearly the the setup for him would have been as i mentioned differently off the field but i think it would have been better on the field because he wouldn't have yeah. had not a rookie head coach yeah, obviously. right a totally different AJ, situation aj brown still there miles sanders still there goddard still there much better offensive pieces around him correct and Jalen Hurts would have been up in Seattle. I'm assuming he would have been flipped for in the same way that Drew Locke went from right. Denver to Seattle. Sure. Oh, I know, right? Wow. That one, and, and it makes complete and total sense because don't forget, remember Daniel Jeremiah told us that the Eagles were ready to draft him? Russell Wilson. Yes, yeah. with Doug yeah. Peterson. Mm-hmm. They were ready to take him. Or Peterson wasn't there yet, I don't think. Probably not. Uh, I'm trying to there, put it all two and two together. Well, that would have been Andy Reid's last year, right? 2012. He said they were ready. They were they were trying to get Russ. They had him on their radar screen, and Seattle beat him to the punch. Just where you know would Hurts wow. have become Hurts? Would Russ had had such a, a a major problem? What would happen with Geno? You know. Wow! Total ending. That one was a total mind blown right there. But Russ said no. Russ, Russ said no. Didn't want to. Didn't want to go to Philly. You know, hmm. he wanted to go to Denver. I, I mean, in retro, in total retrospect, but beautiful place to live, Denver. I get it. Gorgeous. Philadelphia obviously has its its uh, its perks, but just outside of the personal stuff, Den. I mean. He he could have been in a in a, in a conference that is absolutely less loaded, a division that's less loaded, but a situation that he wouldn't have been able to massage. Also, to 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 his to to what he wanted to manipulate to what he wanted. I don't think he could have handled the fan and media scrutiny in who Philadelphia. Knows? To be honest. Uh, you, I don't know. Fan media scrutiny, Philadelphia, you win. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah, but one, actually, you're you're one, one you're the king game, of you're king of forever. Game. One bad game, it's over. Like they'll just eat you alive. Where in Denver and Seattle, it's kind of like go Eagles. Whatever. Saying go go, uh, you know what Eagles Eagles country? Let's fly. Yeah, what would he have done? Like a sore eagle sore. That would have been his <laughs> fly eagles fly fly eagles fly. fly. fly, eagles, fly. He would have just he would have just stayed put. Eating cheese fries. I don't see Russ hanging with the cheese fries crew. It wouldn't have worked out. Speaking of Philadelphia media, Nick Nurse was introduced as the new head coach of the Philadelphia 76ers yesterday. He was asked a question about, do you think you could take this current roster if Harden stays further than the second round? And he gave a very long-winded answer that was apparently too long-winded for somebody who wanted to hit the nail directly on the head. This is the exchange. I would imagine from day one we're gonna we're gonna talk about that, and that we're gonna try to attack that. You know, we're gonna we're gonna have to face it, and we're gonna have to rise above it. That's that's the mentality part I think that you're gonna have to take right. And then there's all kinds of other things like can can we tactically do things can we adjust on the fly can we improve as the season goes on and that's that's you know that's a goal of a coach is as you go you want to keep getting better and then you get to the playoffs in your one team and that's that's a two-month long journey and you got to be better at the end of those two months and do you want James Harden back 
Pardon me? Do you want James Harden back? James Harden's a great player. That yep. didn't answer the question. Well, I would say this, is that um, uh, James has a decision to make, and um, I'd be very happy if he came back. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, man's jumped in. Like, didn't answer the that's question. We'll give him a second to answer the question. Do you want Harden or not? Uh, well, James is do you want Harden or not? Well, what I'm saying about James is... Do you want Harden or not? James is a really good... He's got a decision to make. Yeah, and, he <laughs> did get the answer. It's like Tom Cruise. Like, did you order the code red? Did you order? <laughs> like, oh you can't handle the truth. That's amazing. He asked him a question. He gave one sentence, and then he jumped down his throat. That's awesome. <laughs> he didn't answer the question. By the way, we cut off. We we cut down wow. the the initial Nick Nurse soundbite. It went on. It started about thirty seconds yeah, before, before we came uh, into the soundbite. <laughs> so it's just like, oh, we don't need these platitudes, Coach. Do you want Harden or not? Well, he's got a decision to make. Oh, you're not answering the question. Well, well, <laughs> I'll tell. You, I'd be happy if he comes back. That's now there you go. Incredible. Ends justify justify the means. Although the question did sound very. Henry Winkler, like when I was asking him about Barry about a year ago at this time, and he says, "Do you know Patrick Mahomes?" He interrupted me. <laughs> right. What if you would have went? <laughs> just talk about Barry. Do you know? <laughs> Do you know Patrick? That's Mahomes? true, Rich. If you had just stuck to Barry, Mahomes and Winkler would have never. Maybe connected. so. He, he, yeah. he wanted an answer to what was on his mind, which yeah. is, "Do you want James Harden?" <laughs> Well, he's a very good player. He didn't answer the question. I want answers. So that reporter should not have his own talk show. Or the reporter got the answer, which is, I'd be happy to have him. It would make me happy if he stays put. Like Robert Ori said in uh, uh, in an interview with Steven Jackson and Matt Barnes, if Embiid had just taken his big self down low, the Sixers will be playing in the final. So can Nick Nurse do that? Dude, can he make and, Embiid understand how big he is and, uh, and yeah. how much better? Embiid be? versus Jokic right now? Oh, come on. That would have been a dream. We're talking Stanley Cup with Biz Nasty, Paul Bissonette in a moment. 